You're listening to Living in His Love on The Answer Broadcasting with Reverend Trudy Daly and Mary Weaver. Now, let's prepare to hear this week's message. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit to guide and direct this program. May all that is said and done be truthful and loving and reflect your word and your ways. Open the ears and hearts of those listening that they might be blessed by what is said. Help each listener to know and understand how much you love them and that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to save them and that you want to help them in every situation in their lives. Amen. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're welcoming back Sue Spina to discuss insecurities. I think it's a great topic. Um, We all have had insecurities at different times in our lives, and I think Sue does a wonderful job at breaking breaking things down for us. So today, I'm going to hand the mic over to her. I may be interrupting here and there with questions, but um, we're going to have her talk um, a little bit about it before um, I have anything else to add. So go ahead, Sue. So thanks very much, Mary. My name is Sue Spina. Again, for those of you who haven't heard me in previous um, broadcasts, I am a licensed clinical social worker. And in full disclosure, I'd like everyone to know that, you know, this is not meant to be um, counseling, personal counseling. And if you feel very despondent, if things are interfering in your regular activities of daily living and your mental health is really overbearing, please seek out um, um, medical attention from your primary care physician. Uh, So the emergency room does have mental health services. Or if you're really feeling overwhelmed um, where you live, there certainly is um, county available mobile crisis units as well. So Just as disclosure out there, folks, this is really for educational purposes only and to try to help you um, be the best that you can be. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about insecurities. And, you know, many of us at some point in our lives, we've really struggled um, with a sense of insecurity. And some of us actually struggle with insecurities every day. And it's really important to look at where insecurities really come from. And and many times it comes from your past experiences as a child and how you how you grew up and even sometimes present experiences. Um, the messages that you receive about your abilities from others can resonate with you in a negative way. And depending on the level of insecurities and depending on your own personal um, background, a lot of times insecurities really bring on um, anxieties and depression. And the more anxious we become, the more insecurities that we feel from within. And I sort of want you to take a step back and ask yourself, what is it that creates my sense of insecurities and and what are those insecurities and how much time am I spending on wondering how others feel about me, wondering if I'm really good enough and that constant nagging or negativity and judgmental 
feelings that you may have about yourself. How much time do we spend on that? And when you look at that, the easiest way that you can really identify that is every time you have a negative thought or you're bringing yourself down is take a notepad and just put a little mark there. And at the end of the day, really evaluate that. And you'll realize, my goodness, I might be able to fill up a notepad. And then if you recognize that, I think it's time to look at yourself and your value and your self-worth in a different light. You know, in the book of Genesis, um, chapter 1, verse 27, it said, God created man, and I always say women too, in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. So I want you to think about the fact that you actually are a child of God. So when you look at that, that's pretty powerful because he created you in the his own image. And in the next passage of Genesis, you'd see that all humans are of the image of God and have value, okay? So when God creates you in the image of him, he also creates value. And you are on this, and with your life has meaning and it has purpose, okay? And sometimes our past experiences and our present experiences distract from the purpose that God has intended. So when we start to look at all the time that we're worrying about what others think, we're giving power and value to others. And we're really taking that away from ourselves. And we're not really giving God credit for the value that he's given to us. So think about that. Really, if you look at that and you think about that, you have, to, you have to really believe that you yourself have a wonderful sense of purpose and you're made in the image and likeness of God. And I, I think that's really, really powerful, powerful on the bigger scale. So how does, it, how does that breed our abilities to really move past that? Well, you have to look at our society and the expectations and the burdens of society. They really sort of look at wealth, beauty, strength, status, popularity as values, okay? And if we place those values upon ourselves, we lose ourselves in true meaning and purpose of our self-worth. So, it's easy to get lost in that, and it's easy to define ourselves. I call it status anxiety because our culture breeds drive and competitiveness and wealth and status and the be-all of everything. But the reality is, is that we lose focus on the value of ourself and what we bring to society, and we lose focus on others. And we lose focus on what's meaningful, such as family. Sometimes we become so ingrained in the stresses of work and disappointing ourselves as we're not meeting those expectations that we lose sense in what God, again, 
We are a child of God, what God has intended for us. And we become very, very unhappy. And our unhappiness creates judgment. And we're always wanting more. And we always want to become better. And that's all good. To want more and become better, to become happy, it's all good. But we have to seek some sort of balance in our lives. And when we start becoming judgmental and we start losing our sense of self-worth, it really convolutes or sort of confuses us in which direction we're going. And that's where our insecurities and depressions falter. And if you really want to look at society as a whole, look around you. There are people that have it all, but they're they're, the most unhappy people I've ever met. And then there are people that have nothing. Like if you look at um, certain parts of third world countries, you'll see that they praise God and they're very family oriented and they thank God for everything that they have. So When I talk about self-esteem, it's so important to really try to create that balance, to be the best that we can be, but also build some balance for ourselves so that we are the best self, we are happy, and we also have that sense of support. We need to rebuild our relationship with God because God will support us and he will guide us in the right way and in the direction that we need to be in when we feel very, very lost. So the benefits of the positive sense of self is that, first of all, when you commit to yourself, you're going to feel better about yourself, first and foremost. You're going to engage in more positive relationships you're going to be able to have positive assertiveness. Sometimes when it comes to setting some boundaries and expressing our feelings. And, you know, sometimes it's really hard to express our feelings. We feel when we have a negative sense of self that our feelings don't matter. And that's the circle of depressions and anxieties. And we're able to focus on the present and our priorities. And we have more energy for constructive things. So I think that committing to yourself and and setting that back today is something that is so very, very important in our lives and the focus of our relationship with God and in praying through some of the concerns that we have, because some of us carry some very heavy burdens, but sometimes being able to look to God for guidance, it will come to you. And you can achieve that balance. It's not always easy sometimes to give that up to God. But I do find with practice, we have more trust and we can create that balance. The other thing is, is that with our societal expectations, I want you to keep something that I feel that's really, really important is that no matter what somebody's status is, good or bad, we are all equal in the eyes of God. And I think that's really important. In the book of Roman, um, chapter 3, verse 10 through 12, I think it's it really resonated with me because it says, No one is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside, for all have sinned 
and fall short of the glory of God. We are all sinners. Nobody is perfect. So when we give power back to those that really don't matter, when they're judgmental to you, then we are losing sight of the power that God can give us in good graces. You know, he gave us our, his son for a reason. He gave us our son to be able to forgive ourselves for our inequity for our for our um, past regrets and sins. And he also gave us, our son, the unconditional love for all of us to recognize that Jesus, and I, oh, I say it in my previous um, segments, but I say it again. Jesus to me is all about love, forgiveness, faith, and hope. And when we have that unconditional love of Jesus, it gives us the ability to forgive ourselves for past sins and for past regrets. When we grow our faith in the Lord, it gives us hope because we are working towards eternal salvation. And it gives us hope to release some of those inequities to say, God, I am not perfect. Please Give me the guidance so that I can be the best person that I can be and be open to the needs of others. Isn't it true when we put all of our energies into our insecurities where we forget that there are people around us, that we have strengths and benefits that we could be able to give back in some way and make a difference rather than be very ultimately consumed in how how judgmental we are of ourselves, beating ourselves up for past regrets and things that we don't have control on. No, when we feel when you see that we are equal, we are all equal in the eyes of God. It is actually very empowering to be able to pull up our bootstraps and start focusing on our strengths. Because ultimately, we are really working towards greater rewards than um, focusing on others and what they think and judgmental um, feelings in regards to ourselves. So how do we do that? How do we get to the point where we have what they call like self-love? And I'm not talking about selfishness here. I'm talking about accepting us for who we are and accepting the gifts that God has given us. And really what that means to me is looking at the promote, um, the promotion of meeting the strengths that you have, okay? Meeting and coming head to head with those strengths and looking at the potential that God has for you. Everybody has a gift, Nobody is without special gifts, and no one is identical or alike. We all have special gifts. We all are individual. So look at when we talk about feeling better, when you make that commitment to yourself, right? We talked about in some of the last segments is really looking at how, what am I going to do when I start to have those negative thoughts? I'm already identified that I have, you know, that I'm really insecure and those insecurities generate anxieties. What, what do I do next? Well, you know what? I would look at things, benefits 
to you, okay? Specific benefits to you that you can do for yourself to pull yourself up. The first and foremost that I would say is, what is it that I need to change? Do I need to change some of the relationships? Are some of my friends going in the wrong direction and pulling me down in the wrong way? Do I need to address an addiction that is weighing me down and creating this everlasting cycle of negativity and um, inability to get up and do what I need to do to support my family or myself? Do I need, what activities do I need to do to make that change for myself? And I always tell my folks, you know, sometimes it's getting real with the way that you feel, okay? What times in your life did you feel most positive? What times were there? Maybe you received a a reward for um, a sport event, or maybe somebody, a teacher, really was a great mentor to you and really pulled you up and showed you what type of strengths. Look back at, there's times in your life that you had inspiration, that you knew somebody who really said, you know, I'll never forget that person. They made a huge impact in my life. What times in your life did you feel the most positive? Reflect upon that. Take a minute and look at that and say to yourself, you know what? Those are the times that I need to get back to. Those are the times that, you know, were inspiring to me and these were my strengths. Look at the strengths that you have within yourself and look at some activities for distraction that will pull yourself up. Place a list, develop a list for yourself of maybe three different strengths and put that somewhere where that's a reminder to you. Every time you want to pull yourself down, look at that list to pull yourself up. These are my strengths that are unique to me and I'm going to use those strengths in one way or another today. Formulate what I call a vision board. What is it that you have for yourself that you want to do? It's never too late, okay? And you pray to God and the Holy Spirit for the guidance to get you to that point, okay? I have known people that have um, really have made tremendous changes and, and really utilized those changes to help others, because we all have crosses that we have to bury, um, that we have to carry, not bury. But we all have crosses that we've had to carry in our in um in our lifetime. But what we do with our um with our crosses can make a difference for a better tomorrow. So I'm going to ask to really look at what is your core beliefs and turn those into abilities and look at the personalities that you have to deal with and understand that, you know what, I have to work with that person's personality, but I don't have to accept that in my life. If you always do the right thing, good things will come from it and will, inc- will empower you to be your better self. Look at the core beliefs of, you know, um, such things as, um, you know, um, 
negative thoughts such as, uh, I would say, all men are bad or all women are manipulative. And, you know, look at those and how they impact your mood and how they impact your relationships, right? Because that is not always true. Versus, you know what, sometimes there's good and sometimes there's bad and I have to discern from that. But Lord, I'm going to look to you to send good people into my life so that they'll uplift me. Um, you know, how we perceive the world in general can drive that anxiety and drive that negative self, but leave yourself to God to say, you know what, Lord, it's a tough world out there. Give me the strength to overcome. And let me limit some of the things that I do that reinforce my negative thoughts. And last but not least, think outward. Low self-esteem is all about you. You have to really put in a little humility. And that doesn't mean that I have to be humble about myself, but I have to walk with more of a humble self and take some of those burdens off of me that is that is adding on to my cross. You know, God's word calls us to be humble, and Jesus really is our role model. And remember, he forgave everybody along the way, and there were some pretty heavy-duty things that were done, okay? And so I'm just going to leave you with, um, you know, making a difference of how we view ourselves opens the door to follow and focus on our Lord, to see beyond yourself and utilize our strengths and follow the path the Lord wants us to do without, without um, basically looking inwards. We need to look outwards. Thank you very much, Susan. Um, in closing, I'd just like to add, whenever I've felt insecure, it's usually been when I've been in a new situation, unfamiliar territory, um, and I do I, I reach out to the Lord and I, I ask him for comfort, and I, I tend to reach out to what's familiar to me. And do exactly what Susan says. I, I put myself back in a place that I was comfortable. And sometimes that's reading scripture. When I changed jobs, um, when I got promoted twice in a year at one point in my life, I didn't feel comfortable in that job. So I put scripture readings all around my computer that you know reinforced to me that I was in the place I was supposed to be. So today, I'm, I'm going to leave you with this scripture, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives, to you, gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. Dear listeners, Thank you for sharing this time together with us. We ask God to bless you, heal you, and to provide, protect, and prosper you. May God allow you to experience more and more of his love for you. We pray that this week's message has touched you in a powerful way. To connect with us online, visit us at theanswerbroadcasting.com.